This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, as you guys know, I'm a professional boxer. I've um, been taking, you know took a bu- couple boxing classes in the last couple of weeks and uh i'm pretty good so you know if you see me on the street and like you got problem like i i highly recommend to you know and so yeah you know i went to a, a boxing class a couple of days ago and i had this coach before and i really enjoyed him you know he's really cool he's like part-time rapper part-time poet part-time trumpet player pianist matt cool um until <laughs> this uh this experience that I had with him, you know, and like, I, I don't know how I felt about it. You know, I'll, I'll just get into it. Right. So, you know, although I'm a professional boxer, um, sometimes I, it's hard for me to keep up. You know, like sometimes I'm not up to par, you know, off days. We all have off days. Right. I was having an off day for this class. Uh, it was me and three other women who, you know, were also um, fairly, you know, well established uh, boxers in their classes. And so we're going about this class. It's a very like vigorous class. Like there's like no breaks to it. We have like one break that's like a minute in the very middle, and it's like an hour long, whatever. And um, so we're doing it right, and like he notices I'm kind of having like an off day, blah blah, um, whatever. And so we get to the break. We take off our gloves, and you know I'm having a drink of my water. You know, essential, essential only. I drink my water, go to put my gloves back on, and I'm having some difficulty putting my second glove on because you know, um, y'all are in boxers, so y'all don't y'all don't know this, but like, you when you it's easy to put on one glove because you got a free hand, but then it's hard to put on that second glove because you know you don't got a free hand, you got a a gloved hand that you're trying to glove the other hand with. Feel me? So, I do you know just as we're taught in class, you know, ask for help <laughs> when help is needed. So I went up to my coach and I was like, yo, can you, uh, can you just tie this for me? And he looked, he looked at the glove and they looked at me and he was like, he was like, come on, yo, like all the girls put their gloves on by themselves and you can't. And I was like, got me there, my boy. (laughs) You got me there, my boy. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. And then from like that point on throughout the whole class, she just like referred to the class as as ladies <laughs> he was like he was like all right ladies time to time for burpees or all right ladies let's see some shadow work or all right ladies you know bring out the bags whatever it is he just he kept saying ladies and like you could tell like you know he meant that he said that to piss me off he was trying to piss me off and i get it you know i showed a little bit of weakness half halfway in you know and he just wanted to pick on me a little bit and the first time he said it, I was like, I was like, all right, whatever. Funny, ha ha, ha ha, you know. The second one, I was like, 
ha <laughs> I like the seventh one I was like come on my boy that you're dragging it this is this is a lot and I had to pause for a second and be like damn like am I getting my feelings hurt like is this really affecting me although I did realize like I did like box better like after um he started saying that shit and you know he would watch me a little bit more and like I, I knew I was doing better I knew I was improving so whatever and then like the class ends and I plan on like approaching him and like being and like you know telling him I appreciate him I wasn't gonna like bring that up but like if he brought it up like whatever I just want to tell him like you know I appreciate him for like pushing me and I didn't get the chance to he just kind of like I don't know where he went after the class whatever but um yeah but the whole day I was I it was really going on in my mind like I was really trying to process like how did I really let that affect me like like oh it's so stupid but like I saw myself getting kind of upset in the moment you know so I started thinking about the topic of this episode for this week's episode it's difficult-ish where I'm alone solo uh this week's episode is on criticism but before we get any further like the video subscribe to the YouTube channel if you have this on streaming platform thank you for listening but I need that review I need that rating five please don't give us anything more than that if you give us like like i hate i hate the people that are like honest reviewers like the only reason we ask for a review is for a five you know that but it's like oh like i'll give it like a four post what you know whatever um if y'all didn't know that i she wanted to keep it a secret but there's no point um i'm gonna just say we're in bangladesh right now um we've been in bangladesh like or i've been in bangladesh for a couple weeks when this is coming out i think it's coming out like a month and a half later mad long mad mad in the future because um we had to pre-record a bunch um because we're going on you know these trips and life is kind of crazy in in february but um so yeah i'm i'm out here right now and i was trying to think of different things to talk about and i was heavily influenced by this again real world event that happened so uh let's talk about let's talk about criticism uh what is criticism how um the way we interact with criticism criticism changes and evolves as we grow up and you know i'll tie back into being brown and um, how brown people are involved somehow and stuff but you know let's get started this won't be too long i'll keep y'all for a little bit i don't know how long it'll be but i'm a little tired and i don't have a second coffee so um so yeah let's get started what is criticism criticism is um damn i didn't do any prep for this episode (laughs) y'all know what criticism is criticism is uh is feedback from people um giving us feedback on something that we do you know so but it's like if we're playing you know a game of chess and you know um you go about a new like a an opening but you only know know until like move three because like you're not as good as me but i know like the whole layout of the opening you know i could criticize you for your chess skills and i can be critical of you know the way you went about that chess opening and of of course i am the same way that you know my boxing coach saw that i was i was lacking i was not doing woods doing good so he decided to be critical of me and you know different types of people have different ways of being critical um as for me let me think what type of person i am when i give criticism you know i think i i can be many different types of person when it comes to being critical i think naturally like the organic version of me that i would like to be when it comes time to be critical is um 
I'm like I'm like brutally blunt and like it's really hard for me to have a filter and I think there's a big difference that we have to distinguish between being blunt and being rude okay you could be extremely blunt I know people that are extremely blunt you know people that are extremely blunt but they're not rude and you know at the end of the day maybe rudeness is uh it's felt differently by different people but I think that I have uh, I have the ability to be blunt without being rude, and I think that is the best way to be critical of somebody. But also, you know, I can do the other side, which is being very like empathetic and being very like nurturing in the way that you give feedback to somebody. Like you know, I I've had teachers throughout like high school that saw that I was performing so poorly especially like my my senior year high, my senior year yearbook teacher she was very 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 nurturing of me and i think that was a feeling that like i was yearning for from like somebody older than me to like look at me and realize that like i wasn't doing the best and to like not get mad at me you know and to not like disregard me to realize that like i i have potential I'm just not in the right circumstances and she really like helped me out with just like real genuine care and real genuine like yo like I want to help you like let's walk through like what's going on with you whereas on the other end I grew up with a lot of guys that were the complete opposite of that you know that would just throw me in the fire when they saw that I was doing something wrong or always try to you know teach a lesson through like harsh discipline Uh, whether it's like violent or whether it's like aggressive or just like you know, even like when it comes to like vocal and like how how you speak to somebody, um, I've I've felt kind of like all spectrums of it, and I'm not you know alone in this. Like I'm sure everybody has dealt with blunt people, everybody has dealt with like loving people, and I think anybody can learn to love either one and anything across the whole spectrum, just depending on like what it is they're being criticized on and obviously who is criticizing them you don't want no random random like dingo being blunt to you have they all had that i've had that happen before where it's like you just meet someone and they're already hyper hyper like critical of your character i don't know you my boy <laughs> i don't know you my boy and they'll take it as like you being sensitive or you not being open to feedback but it's like no i just don't know you my boy <laughs> i can deal with bluntness or like someone being hypercritical of me if i know you <laughs> okay so i've i've dealt with a lot of that before um i think when i was younger and i think when we are kids obviously it's very difficult for us to be for someone to judge our character and someone to judge how we do um like i remember throughout middle school and stuff if i was in any sort of like competition or any sort of like whatever um i was naturally like a a poor performer just because you know I just don't think I had the capacity to do things that I genuinely knew I was good at at that time. I, like, I, I just couldn't. Um, and with me doing so poor, you know, it, it, it came that came with a lot of like hiding, you know, and like being like secretive and trying to be like mysterious of how I was like actually performing and feeling about a certain topic. So I remember like, you know, I used to be in a, in a robotics club and whenever I made a mistake, I wouldn't ask for help. You know, whenever I made a mistake or whenever I didn't know how to do something, I would go, I would just try to figure out myself because I didn't want somebody judging me, 
judging the fact that like I wasn't good at something I did I was trying to avoid the criticism and of course we know you can't avoid like you can't just ignore a mistake it'll it'll come back to you and it'll it'll bite much worse like the second time around same thing with like you know if you fail uh, a test and um you know you just try to make yourself believe that you didn't actually fail it and you make yourself believe that you don't have to study for the next one then you fail the next one and then you fail the class you know i i did a lot of i i did a lot of avoiding avoiding that criticism whether it was like people being critical of me or me being critical of me i tried to avoid it all as do all children you know if like when you're a kid and you break glass like what do you do you don't you don't go tell your mom you know mom i just broke glass no you like try to ignore it you like run away from it and unfortunately like i maintained that tendency for quite a while um too long <laughs> too long still a little bit nowadays too and um i think the ter- i think one type of person that we need in our lives is someone that would look that looks past the bullshit you know i think that is a vital essential person that you need in my life someone that recognizes you suck at being judged but you need to be judged and you need help and you know i don't mean to put you know just like a friend of yours put like so much weight on a friend of yours shoulders to like fix you at the end of the day like you got to fix yourself but if you are going to have people around you Make sure that you got at least one person that just checks you, that just realizes like, yo, like, you know, even even if it's, uh, of course, like checking is very much intertwined with this. Like, I think a lot of people don't check people the right way because a lot of the time, like, if if I'm checking someone, I I know I can speak from experience. Like when I was young, if I tried checking somebody, a little bit will come from like a place of like ego like me trying to like one up on you me being like yo i know this that you don't so let me so let me check you and tell you where you're doing wrong but kind of to help you out but also kind of to inflate my own ego um that is incorrect and that is something that a lot of people are still stuck in and i think that's what makes the checking pointless because i think you can a lot of the time you can see through that, you know, and I grew up with guys that saw through that. And I think that was like a big disconnect between like the way that I moved and the way that people moved. And I think throughout life, we come to realize that there are so many things that, um, that, af- that can affect our disconnection with, um, accepting criticism and like accepting feedback from somebody. So like, for example, I, I think in my life I've gotten very lucky and I think a lot of things that have come to me have come through luck and just like a byproduct of like my belief and my prayers and with that happening you know when it comes time for somebody to judge you on something that you did wrong a lot of time like I would just I would just put it up to God (laughs) and I would be like yo like if I don't fix this um it will get fixed regardless and i will be good regardless and i think a lot of time that gets in the way of like 
you and the better version of you because you're not putting in like that work you're not putting in like that 50 percent like that work to get better for to get to get a an opportunity to for things to get better for things to change because at the end of the day like i look at who i was when i was younger and i look at who i am today and i'm very proud of who i am today and a big reason how i've gotten here is just i i was um i became accepting to criticism and I, I wasn't for a while because, you know, something that my sister told me when I was like, it was my 21st birthday. Um, and at this time of my life, we had like kind of a rocky relationship. It's really complicated, but we were obviously cool, but we're, we're so, so, so we've grown so much since then. But at that time, you know, we were we were just talking and it was late. And my sister told me something that like always stuck with me. She told me that, you know, from ages one to 17, you kind of grow at like a linear, like a linear pace like this linear. Right. Y'all take math classes linear. But when you turn 18, the jump from like 18 to 19 is no longer linear. It's like a little bit, of, it like spikes a little bit. And with that happening, when you reach 19, you just, your ego can kind of spike too. You can think like, damn, I just grew up this much in a year. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm I'm the man. <laughs> I'm the man. I got it. Like like I just made this big jump. I got it. I'm so much ahead of people a year ago. I'm I'm good, you know? And then the spike from nineteen to twenty is even like steeper. It's even more exponential. And then twenty to twenty one is even more exponential. And twenty one to twenty two is even more. And and that continues forever. And while she was telling this to me, I was thinking about my life and I was thinking about like what were some of the driving factors for that person for some of those personal spikes and those like exponential increases in my life and a lot of it came down to really just being able to accept criticism from other people accept criticism from myself and do the work to get better because i think when you're when we're at that ages when we're at those ages we kind of have to <laughs> you know we kind of there's there's no excuse or reason to not improve as a person and we all know people that saw that thought they were perfect at 17 they peaked at high school <laughs> like without like a better way to say it like we know a lot of people that just haven't grown up haven't gotten a lot better and and the backbone to all that is is really being honest with yourself um allowing people to be honest with you and um really putting in the work to get better you know so going uh, if like my boxing coach is listening if my boxing coach is listening to this um that should hurt my feelings but at the end of the day i appreciate you um it has helped me get better at the end of the day he was trying to you know hurt my 
massive male ego and it slightly worked <laughs> um it's something stupid to get upset about but it did the job and um and i took that criticism in a good way so if there's anything i want to leave you leave y'all with today is um we all have people in our lives that want the best for us um we all have people in the lives that are better than us at a lot of things like i know i'm really good at chess and there is nobody better than me but i'm sure one day i i might find someone and when i do i will be open to accepting criticism criticism from him and it's gonna be hard because i'm the best but i still know that like in order to get better at anything regardless of what level you are at in it you can always get better by the teachings of other people and i think a lot of time our ego gets in the way you know we're human we want to think that you know especially if it's something that we have a lot of care and passion towards we want to think we're the best you know like (laughs) it's so funny because i'm talking about uh anyways um you know if there's anything i want to leave y'all with um please be more accepting to um accept your flaws and your imperfections more um don't get your feelings hurt by the things that you're not good at or like where you're lacking because as we all know nobody is perfect everybody is on a journey that's why i love new york city you know like new york city kind of you you have to face the fact that you know you get on the train and if you just get off your phone for a minute and just look at everybody in the train and look at everybody in the face you realize that yeah, just everybody is on their own journey. Everybody's on their own journey. You walk down the streets in New York City and, and like, you, you can feel the tension. You can feel, like, a bubble around every single person that's walking on the street because you can feel, you know, how much tension everybody's holding, how much everybody's going through. And, you know, I I am so grateful for the people in my life that are just better than me at things. You know, like, my, my friend Farhan has taught me so much about, accepting literature and accepting poetry and becoming open-minded to just reading the work of people that might not come from like a similar background to me you know that's something that we can also get messed up in is with this whole representation thing and of course I didn't talk too much about like how being brown gets involved in it but like just to touch on it obviously like you know I like as a creative always look for people that are that have like similar beliefs and similar um you know previous journeys as I do and I look for them for advice, which you should always do. But that doesn't mean that you can't obtain something from the fucking six-year-old that grew up in the suburbs. Or, like, the 79-year-old, like, that has, like, lived a very, like, calm life by the lake, with by the creek, with the flowers and the petals. Like, you can obtain knowledge from absolutely every single corner of human existence and that's something that my friend Farhan has helped me has helped teach me and you know my friend Soham has taught me that you know I has really helped build my own confidence in myself you know I would tell him like I can't do something because it's not me and he would just tell me like he would help me be hypercritical of myself and my insecurities in myself and question me like like why what is making you think that you can't become that person who is stopping you nobody is stopping you nothing is stopping you you can become whoever you want to become you just have to do a little bit of work but honestly the work kind of gets easy once you accept the fact that that's all you have to do 
you know uh, and so I, and like i can keep listing people off but again if i want to leave y'all with some it's um don't be scared to be hypercritical of yourself don't be scared to accept criticism from the right people in your life take a look at your circle take a look at the people that you know know more than you and um just put your ego aside and be okay with learning from them I know like for my guys, especially when you're younger, when you're like 16, 17, 18, it's really hard to look at like your best friend who like deep down, you know that he knows more than you. But like you look at him as kind of like an equal. Um, I promise it's okay to like give him some flowers and, you know, tell him you recognize his strengths um, and and he's going to do the same for you. And it'll just help help grow y'all bond more, especially with y'all siblings, too. You know, for my girls like if you got an older sister younger sister older brother younger whoever is i understand everybody got rocky relationships but um take the time to realize especially if you got older sibling your older sibling does things for your family that you don't know at the end of the day you don't know you don't get it because you're not in their shoes you know these older siblings really be doing a lot and i i'm i'm saying this because i as of very recently as a 25 year old grown man have come to understand more of like what my older sister does for my family and it just makes me more appreciative and it makes me more willing to accept any sort of criticism that she would give me because um she knows things that I don't I know things that she doesn't and I hope that she becomes critical of me as well but um as for you know the the older people in our lives that sometimes it, it gets hard to um to accept um feedback from them because we we as younger people want to be seen as their equal we don't want to see be seen as lesser than um but at the end of the day like they were born first for a reason <laughs> you know like we can't we can't fight that and there's there's no point to so yeah um shout out my boston coach um hope you don't call me a lady again because he gonna get these hands for me a professional boxer you know, I know he taught me everything that I know, but I'll still smoke him. I don't know why I'm lying, bro. Ramadan coming up. I gotta be a, a good Muslim boy. Anyways, um, that's all I got for this episode. Um, do I have 10 second advice? Do I? Shit. Um, y'all don't have to tip if you order takeout, by the way. Save your money. Like, don't believe, like, these people. You don't have to tip if you order takeout. If you order takeout, they ring you the thing, they give you, here's your total, seventeen eighty-three, um, plus tip. I'm good, shorty. I'm good. Sorry. That's my advice for you today. If y'all made it this far, please drop some uh, fucking boxing gloves in the, in the comments. I need that. Um, let me see those boxing gloves. Because I really got, I was about to say, I got these hands that draw my airplanes. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and and I love you. I said it. <laughs> I said it. All right. I love this. Bye.